Welcome to the Superpower Success Podcast. It's time to shift your paradigm, gain some inspiration, and get moving towards that next level of success. Today, we're going to talk about feelings. Feelings, right? It's something that makes some of us uncomfortable, um, but it's part of life. And to be honest, I am one of the most emotional people that you might meet. Um, It's good and it's bad, but I'm like the kind of person that cries at a sad commercial kind of emotional. Yet I find myself at times feeling bad for feeling emotional or for feeling at all. I feel bad for showing my emotion, for not controlling things and being strong. And I've recently been dealing with really strong grief from the loss of our family pet. It was sudden, it was strong, and I've been spending time really assessing where the grief is stemming from and trying to figure out how to manage it. And it's made me realize that there are so many types of grief that we deal with as leaders, as parents, as spouses, all of the roles that we play in our lives. Grief is defined as a sorrow or a feeling of deep distress that's caused by loss, disappointment, or other misfortune suffered by oneself or others. Grief can be the loss of a beloved pet, a loved one, a job, a relationship, and grief shows up in many different forms. But we cannot underestimate the power of grief on our mental and emotional states. And so as I've gone through this loss and this grief, There's some key learnings that I've had about the grief and about managing my stress level during emotional times. How to manage the feelings so they don't manage you is really what I've learned. So the first lesson is that rest is not lazy. And this is hard for me to say because I go at 100 miles per hour all the time. Weekends, evenings, not just during the workday. I've always prided myself in the pace I work, the pace that I play, everything I can accomplish using every hour of every day. I am really efficient. But what I've realized is trying to push through grief, trying to run a little faster when things feel uncomfortable does not make the feelings go away. It's a different type of resolution. I've realized that I need to rest. As hard as that is for me, rest feels lazy. Slowing down gives me angst that I should be doing more. But grief needs rest, mentally, physically, spiritually, to allow you to feel the feelings and process the grief and then be able to move forward stronger. The second thing that I've learned is that grief doesn't exist without love. I listened to a beautiful meditation about grief the day after we lost our dog, and it explained it in such a comforting way for me. And what I realized is that grief cannot exist without a deep love for something or someone. We grieve the loss of anything in our lives, whether it's the death of a loved one or a pet, the loss of a job, the loss of freedoms and ability to have normal experiences like we all dealt with over the last year. It's all grief, but what it taught us is that we grieve for things that we love, things we appreciate, things that leave a hole in our hearts and our life experience. So for me, 
Grief just proves that we have loved so hard that we have to grieve hard as well before we can actually move on from the grief. And the third thing that I have learned about grief is that everyone grieves differently. Everyone deals with grief in different ways. I have four kids and a spouse, and we all showed up differently with this loss. Some get quiet, some cry loudly, some get angry and frustrated, which was a phase I went through, and some are more peaceful. What I realized is that there's nothing wrong with any of those approaches, any of those reactions. It's just our own way of processing the grief, and it's completely necessary. So when we go through grief, we need to support the people we love, but we also need to not compare our grief journey to theirs. Feel the feelings, feel them all, and do not judge yourself for how long or how strong they are. Grief is part of our journey because we love and we lose. It makes us stronger. It makes us focus on the people and the things that matter. And I truly believe it teaches us the power of love. But one thing we all have to realize, whether we're dealing with real grief and death, or we're just dealing with being at maximum capacity and feeling like there are things that we've lost, things that we can't get back after the last year and a half, right? This idea of surge capacity. And I've talked about this before on the podcast, but This came back front of mind for me when I went through this grief because surge capacity is just a collective amount of like short-term survival capacity that we all have, right? It's that fight or flight for a period of time. We can go through high, high degrees of stress, whether that's emotional or it's physical stress on our bodies. And it's there to help us in those short-term crises, Yet for so many of us, our surge capacity is depleted from the last year and a half, and there's no clear way on how to renew it. Many of us have tripped our breaker on our surge capacity, and most of us feel like we should be used to it or just deal with it better by now. And the truth is, it's the exact opposite. We are now just completely drained with no way of recharging that. And the smallest stresses or situations can put us over our surge capacity easier than normal. And that's really what I went through in this grief is I was already at the surge capacity and the grief just pushed me really past the limit that I had to process and deal with. And so the reason I'm sharing this with all of you, and it just feels timely is that the bottom line on all of this is that you're normal to feel this way to feel a sense of loss, grief, anxiety for what's happened and for what the future holds, for the small things that happen day to day that just push us to our limits. But what you control is how you feed your body, your mind, and your spirit. And we have to choose wisely right now because our body, minds, and spirits are fragile. They're at that surge capacity. They're at their breaking point. So we will get through this. We will get through that next grief point and you'll grow through it. But those of us who grow the most 
are going to be the ones that are aware of where we're at. And instead of swimming against the waves, whether that's grief, stress, anxiety, we choose to relax and let the waves take us where they're meant to take us, all while having faith that we will end up in a better place. Embrace the grief, but don't fight it. Let it pull you to a place where you're stronger and more resilient. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, please click that little subscribe button so you get the latest episodes when we release them. And we would so appreciate a rating and a review. We'd love to hear from you on how these podcast topics are having an impact for you. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, make sure and go to our website, keystonegroupintl.com to sign up.